I am Jacob Wirtz. And I am Jacob Gable. And this is the Untapped Podcast. Wow. Man. Wow. Guys, good stuff. we are pumped. We have some massive news. Those of you on video, you're going to see it right away. Yep. And uh, those of you just listening in your car, in your headphones, whoever, or whatever, I should say, uh, you probably realize how much better this is about to sound. <laughs> uh, we are very excited. We are in a brand new studio. Um, New room, I guess. It's the same yeah, place. I mean, but we can call it a studio. Though. New room, yeah. new equipment. Um, we have a little producer. Mitch, go ahead and say hi for us real quick. Yeah. What's going on, folks? How are you guys? <laughs> uh, that is love it. former EX guest, uh, Mitchell Gable over there. Um, now our very own in-house yeah. producer. Yeah, actually, I guess that was his application. Yeah. You know, he must have <laughs> right. worked on his application right. for that episode. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but guys, yeah, we have some equipment upgrades, um, room upgrades, and it's still a work in progress, but... Man, we are pumped. We, yeah, uh, we feel a little more professional now. That's what <laughs> Dude, we like. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this is awesome. Like, oh, I know. it just feels like just making progress. You know what no, I mean? I know. Like, that's kind of like the way I have in mind, but it's yes. awesome, dude. No, I know awesome. exactly what you mean. Well, guys, uh, we are back with another EX Mind episode. I believe that's back to back EX Mind yep. episode. Yeah, is, we haven't, yeah. Uh, I don't know that we've done that yet in season two, but I'm back with another EX Mind episode, season two, episode 16. Um, and this one, this is this is a good one. This I like is this a, a lot. Very good one. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about this. We were kind of talking about it beforehand, guys, and um, we we essentially come up with the overall idea that we want to talk about, and through that we always come up with what eventually is usually the title of the episode. Yes, definitely. Um, yep. and kind of our overall idea here is being the lone wolf. Um, mm-hmm. and we're about to expand mm-hmm. on that quite a bit. But being the lone wolf, I want I want that to be in your guys's mind as we go through this episode, um, because what it looks like for me is different than what it's going to look like for Gable. Absolutely. It's different than what it's going to look like for little Gable over there, and it's going to be different for what it looks like for you. So I want you to keep that in your mind uh, throughout this episode, but being the lone wolf. I love it, dude. Yeah. I love it. So the original idea, guys, kind of came from the idea of this podcast. It was between Lane Norton and Andrew Huberman, two names we've mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was basically like a side. They were having a, a talk about research studies and et cetera, et cetera, you know, all the nerd stuff that – you know, it's all fun, but it can get a little bit, you know, drowning sometimes. Yes, exactly. But a good lesson came out of this talk they were talking about. It was talking about how humans tend to be pack animals. And that's just, a you know, a biological thing that sure. we've kind of evolved right. to be. And the idea of being pack animals, and one of those examples is alcohol. That we kind of wanted to jump in on this first point here. There's, you know, we have three points for you guys today to touch on. One of them is going to touch on different avenues of how to the humans basically like we go into herd mentality and how to then avoid that. So um, one of those being alcohol, this is a very common example that makes a lot of sense to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Whenever, let's say you're with a group of eight people, you know, I'm setting a scene for you guys. And then you're the only one not drinking because, Hey, like I I need to take a break from alcohol. I, I, you know, last two weekends, they've been big parties or whatever, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Or it's not my calories or exactly. you know, you're on a program or whatever it might be. But exactly. yeah, you're not drinking this particular night. And so those other seven, a lot of the times what'll happen is like, Oh, you're not drinking tonight like that. And it, it's usually not malicious. It's one of those things that sure, it'll, sure. it'll kind of come naturally. It's, it's yeah. more like, Hey, can I get you a drink? Hey, can I get you a beer? And then, then you say no. Yep. And that's usually when it's like, Oh, you're not drinking or how come you're not drinking? Or you get like the look. It's like, Oh, okay. Yep. You know, it's always like this like weird thing. And, and, um, continue on. Well, yeah, that's, saying. that's yeah. exactly right. And Lane, Lane was basically saying along, you know, the psychological Avenue, the bi- biological Avenue, what this comes from is the idea of herd mentality and humans like to feel 
like everybody's a part of the herd. Everybody's on the same mission a lot of times. And then also that leads to the same, because we're such an intelligent species, it leads to the fact sometimes. that we, sometimes, yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. It leads to insecurity with it too. And right. you kind of mentioned that even before, like yeah. it comes from that. And alcohol is a really good example. Right. Of that. And you know, our three ones here, alcohol, a clean diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. I mean, all three of those things, um, I'm not going to say are frowned upon, but if you are not drinking or mm-hmm. if you are all of a sudden following a cleaner diet or you are all of a sudden exercising more than what you had been, it's going to catch the people around you off guard. And I believe the reason it catches them off guard is because it's due to their own insecurities. And this is something that I've, you know, I've told you this a lot. Um, we've talked a little bit about it on, on the podcast here, but you know, when people, when people see you bettering yourself, or trying to, in whatever way that might be, even if it's something as simple as, "Hey, I'm going to start with not drinking mm-hmm. this month," or hell, even this week. Yep. You know, for some people, it might have to be that extreme. You know, hey, this week I'm not going to drink. And when when they start to see you trying to better yourself or doing something new, in their eyes, that might be drastic, like not drinking, or you know, instead of going to McDonald's that night, you're going to make your own food, mm-hmm. or you know, instead of you know, whatever it might be. Instead of going out, you're going to make your own food. Or instead of going to uh, Wendy's, you're going to Chipotle. You know, something like that. Sure, too. yeah. It could be you know? like that, yeah. Um, or if you're someone that does not get outside and move, but now you're going on rucks. You bought a you bought a weighted vest, and you're going on rucks. Or you're out when it's snowing, or it's raining, or it's 100 degrees, or it's midnight, and it's five below with the windshield negative 20. Does that sound familiar, dude? Uh, I don't. Yeah, it might have been two savages who did something like that. We might we might have yeah, been involved in something uh, like that. We're approaching winter time, and I think we're both a little excited because of those late night. I, I would say so. I, I've I've been itching for that a little bit You're recently. Right. Yeah. Right. But when you start to do those extreme things, mm-hmm. the people around you now not always because we don't necessarily get it from those very close to us. But but yeah, more often than not, those people are going to be like, "What's this guy doing? Yep. Like why?" Why is he not drinking? Why is he wanting to make his own food? Why is he bringing his lunch? Why is he exercising? Why is he going to the gym every day or you know whatever it might be? And again, I I believe that it's just due to their insecurities. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing guys too is that you can probably tell most of these experiences that we're having are past experiences. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, I I really like anymore i don't really run too much into any issues i mean i don't know about you no, but I, yeah. with people like that are in our herd right again in right. quotation so to speak um I, I don't really run into many people who you know are against that type of stuff no anymore. exactly but, but we've structured it that way purposely yeah exactly so that's that was a a long process as we came up from you know the 16 17 18 19 etc all the way to 24 now mm-hmm. That was a long process of us even getting to that point, right? Which actually leads us into our next point. Well, sure, and yeah. some, some I will say too. You know, again, you you mentioned we have kind of formed our herd that way. We have yep. picked and cho- chosen our herd and who's in it and and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's cool because from right now on, anyone new that we meet, this is the person that they know. You know, so they're not going to be caught off guard by us not drinking 100%. on a particular night or us eating better or us exercising every day. So anyone we meet from this point on forward, anyone that follows us from this point forward, that's just who they know. You know, and this was it's kind of funny that we're bringing this up now. Um, I was listening to Jeff and Mark's new yeah. podcast, the yep. Give More, Be More podcast. Um, a little shout out to you guys because it's it's fantastic. It's so absolutely fantastic. It really yeah. is. Um, but in their second episode, they were talking about, and I don't remember the exact quotes, 
and I'm not, I'm actually not all the way through this particular segment, but they were talking about, um, essentially self-image mm. essentially. Um, and I believe it was Mark said, you know, 99.99999% this was actually Jeff saying this part, part, but don't know the past you and don't care about the past you. And it doesn't affect them. Mm-hmm. And anyone you meet from now on, they're going to know this version of you. And that's the version of you that they see. And the reason that most people internally cannot move on to the best version of themselves. This was their point. Like who, who is the best version of me? Who do I see as the best version of myself? Mm-hmm. And this was Mark. Um, Cause he was talking about how he journals and it really got my mind spinning because the person that you are right now could be the best version of you. And sure. that's what new people are going to see. But the most, the most common reason that individuals don't become the best version of themselves is because they themselves are holding on to the past version of themselves. Yes, correct. And he said yeah. that, and I was literally in my car on my way to work when I heard that this morning, and I replayed it three times to hear him say that. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a concept. Yep. What a concept. The reason most people don't become the best version of themselves when they know what that might look like is because they themselves are holding on to their past version. I was just like, he's so right. Like he's so right. Yep. And I think this fits into that like herd mentality where, you know, you might be nervous not to drink around your friends if that's what sure. you guys do every weekend. But you're holding on to that version that did drink every weekend and that's making you scared to become this new version of yourself. Yep. And I don't know. I just like why? You know, yep. like if you want to better yourself, if you want to become the best version of yourself, why hold on to that? And that, that's way easier said than done. Sure. It's, way yeah, easier. It's, it's absolutely I mean, easier said than done. But at the same time, you make a good point. I mean, it's 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 a simple concept. So mm-hmm. that's a big thing, too. Simple, it, but it's not easy. Exactly. You know Any I mean? of those simple concepts, they're, you can implement them and make them happen yes. 100%. Yes. It just depends if you actually want to take that step. So, yeah. again, it's one of those psychological things, too, is if what are you putting in your mind? Because if you're still, if, if you're, if the only thought in your head is like, okay, like I do want to get better and whatnot, but again, you're not, you're not starting to read. You're not starting to, you know, switch up your social media and what you see on that's on your social media. You're not starting to switch up your friends a little bit and seeing what you, and maybe getting some other friend groups involved. Trying to meet new people. Exactly. exactly. So if you're not doing those things, like, again, it could be one step at a time. Like you could start with reading. You could start with reading five five pages, like even five to 10 pages. You could start there. Or step one could literally, Go to Barnes and Noble and buy one book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And because yeah. that purchase makes it feel almost real. Yeah, in a way. What, what have we said about gym memberships? Yep. If you buy the gym membership, you now have a financial investment in that. You are most likely going to use it. Exactly. Otherwise, you're just yep. literally pissing money down the. No, again, like 100 people probably not everybody, of course, will use it. Sure, but of course, there is a higher percent chance if you do have a gym membership compared to if you don't have a gym membership. Exactly. It's that same concept. Yes. But again, like if if you are just kind of in your head, like man. Am I, am I in the right spot right now? Is this right for me? Mm-hmm. If you're not actually like adding a small action, whether it's each day or if you're making a drastic action each week or something like that, mm-hmm. if you're not doing something like that, you're not going to change. Like you said, you're going to hold on to right. that past version of yourself, which I thought was a great point on themselves. And the thing is like that goes for I, even two unbelievably high performers like Mark and Jeff. Uh-huh. They even know that they can get better every day too. Oh, 100%. Which is, which yes. is always the coolest thing because you know, like you know that self-improvement is a real thing and self-improvement is possible for everybody when you see two guys who have came from whatever level, like right. from 
you know, solitary confinement. Yeah, is yeah. What in March Mark case. was in, yeah. but it's like you you know that it's possible no matter what. Exactly. And you know, like it. What's really cool is that there's not really an end to self improvement, which is the coolest thing part of the exactly. process too. It's that part of the yes. part of like fall in love with the process type idea. And then guess what? The more you fall in love with that process, the more you're going to be away from from the basically the shit hurt at that right. point in time. And you yeah. want to talk about an addiction that's yeah. very very real. I mean, my goodness. And and again, this this kind of goes into our second point, like our personal experiences with that. I think for me anyway. It was, and I've talked about this on the podcast, but the conscious decision that I had to make to originally lose the weight, mm. you know, lose that weight. You know, I was pushing 265 at my heaviest and just mentally not in a great place, um, you know, and, and just, just wasn't happy with how I looked and felt and all this kind of stuff. And so I made that decision. And when you first start to change those things, one, it does, it feels weird for yourself. You know, it feels really weird does. for yourself. It really, it really does. Yeah. You're now doing something that you're not used to doing. But then when other people start to notice, it's also weird to them because they're like, wow, I've never seen Jake work out like that. Again, that comes you know? in the psychology of it right there, too. Yeah, because exactly. when, when you change that, then they're like, whoa. It's it's basically like a, it's literally like a lion strain from the pack at that point in time. Right. Like that's and, what it feels like to them. Yes. Yeah. And also to a certain extent, too. Some of that's made up in your own mind. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, wow, are they watching me? Sure. Honestly, more often than not, they're not. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like if you're in the gym and you're like, man, like all these people like staring at me, like am I the fat guy in the gym? Like for the most part, people aren't actually 100%. looking at you. Yeah. You know, unless you're creepy old men that stare at girls. Like then they're watching. Yeah, but you you handle those well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, But anyway, back to my point, you know, when you first start to make that decision or and this one kind of goes for both of us, but again, for myself, like 75 hard. I mean, when you, when you do that for the first time, people thought we were nuts. You, yeah. yeah. You, people think you're nuts. People say, Oh, there's no way I could do something like that. And it's like, you couldn't be more wrong. Yep. 100%. You could not be more wrong. Like I swear on a Bible, you can do 75 hard. You just have to be willing to make that change. You have to be willing to get away from the herd, hmm. get away from that group. Think, get away from that group mentality and not be worried about what other people might think of you trying to improve yourself. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That was, yeah, that was, that was awesome. And my, my personal experience with the guys, and this is kind of, again, this is our second point of how to, how we, we personally extracted ourselves from the herd or however you want to call it, escape them from the herd, whatever right, you want to say right. here. And and I'll just jut in for a second. Yeah. This doesn't necessarily mean like we left a friend group because we really didn't going through all these things. Well, in my case, I kind of did. Uh, that, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so myself, I didn't yeah. necessarily leave a friend group, but leaving the herd could also just be leaving. Yeah. Leaving the like societal norms. Yep. It's it's I mean? it's it's the it's very much so like a like an image in your head you're kind of creating. Yes. Like, that, like that's the whole point of like the herd is an image of you kind of like it's a way for you to like it's I mean honestly like work on self-improvement that way. Cause like you, if you yeah, like yeah. think about it, like if you're like, if you think of yourself, man, I'm like attached to this herd that is not like, you know, not benefiting me or whatever. It's a good way to think like, okay, like how do I escape that? How do I work from that? It's, it's again, it's one of those things. It's a good tool to use an image of some sort a yes, lot of times or yeah. some kind of, you know, like metaphor for it in a way. Right. And that's a good right. metaphor for it. But yeah, my own personal experience, I actually, I, I did leave a friend group. Um, and honestly the, I, I wish all the best for the friend group and whatnot. It's just like that, we are on different pages and truthfully yeah, the course. friend group was. And like, that was a very, very difficult choice to make. Yeah. It's at the, it, honestly like at when it really came down to it, it was an easy choice, but the build up of like 
probably two, it was probably a two year buildup or so. Yeah, right. And it finally like I just kind of like like that cut it cut it off, and because these were people you have known for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I I mean I had known them probably since at least middle school for most people, middle school or high school for most of them, mm-hmm. and um again I was it was kind of like I was pretty tight with the group again because i had moved back for school at uh, mobap like i mentioned that a lot of you that listened for a long time i went to mobap for a little bit um missouri baptist university when i moved back to st louis i like re- like reconnected with them so to speak which i i didn't really un- like disconnected from them but i was i didn't see them as much because i was at you iowa state here. at the time. Yeah, yeah exactly exactly and so um i reconnected in a way and so i would see them a lot more and i was also dating somebody within that friend group as well and so that almost like attached me even more to the group a lot true, of times. True. So again, for a little bit over a little bit over a year and a half, two years, give or take, um, I was in this, and it was basically like anytime I was with them is like for sure drinking, um, for sure like you know eating some kind of shit food of some sort, whatever. Like, right. and um, my exercise went down pretty heavily at the time, and like I had I had already like built a good base of like three years of exercise, and so my I'm like. In my in my head, back of my head, I'm like, why am I exercising less? Like, I know I feel like shit right now yeah, because I'm right. not exercising as much, and I'm like, what's going on? So, um, eventually, like, it was a just a build up. A lot of things went went down and whatnot, and I finally was like, okay, this isn't just it just isn't beneficial for me anymore. Yeah, exactly. And like that was, and again, I like I said, it's it's no hard feelings, but it's just like it wasn't beneficial for me anymore, and it was just like I had it was one of those things. Okay, I got to chop it off the legs here, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, and I literally like switched to a friend group of at the time two or three people so that was about it was this um mostly because i'm curious here like did did you just kind of fade yourself out of things with this group or did you literally like send a send a text or you know in person be Mm. like hey guys like i'm 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 done here yeah you know like that's that's a good question actually that's a very good question so what kind of happened was like i i broke up with the girl i was dating at the time and then i basically just left every group i was in with and what and then eventually like i i told probably three or four of them that i'm like somewhat like i'm i'm, I'm still friends with kind of like kept contact i, I, I kind of told them like hey i'm gonna keep contact with you guys but i'm like cutting it from this point in yeah. time so i just kind of left the group chat get out and then ever since then my mindset's been a lot clearer because yeah. of that because again like it's it's one of those things that like if like those it's the same thing like if you're in a strong herd of like lions or whatnot like i, I like the image of lions in my head all yeah. or wolves yeah and if you're in a strong herd there what's beneficial about that is that everybody is on the same page in those herds. Yeah. They, they know it's like a group of like, you know, six, six female lions that go and take down a gazelle or whatever mm-hmm. together. And they're like, they all know what they're doing. They all know their jobs and whatnot. And that was the benefit of like being in a good herd when I left that original one, because mm-hmm. the original one was just wasn't benefiting me. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like we, it, it was the equivalent of like if, if lions sat around all day and didn't hunt. Yeah, exactly. Like, and just, you know, you had nothing to gain out of right, it at that point in time. Right, so right. it was like, okay, I got to make the decision to chop that off. And again, it wasn't like some kind of like, you know, I sent a text to the whole group, but it was like, I left the groups. And then ever since and I kept contact with the three or four, I'm like, okay, I'm still friends with you guys yeah. type thing. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. some like your situation specifically. Um, you know, that's something we've talked a lot about, you know, privately. And, you know, sure. obviously like that's a, that's a very hard thing to do. And, um, you know, together you and I have, distance ourselves from certain people as well sure that we, yeah <coughs> excuse me that we were mutually friends with and whatnot mm-hmm. you know and so so we've both we've you know and everyone has to do this like none of this is exclusive to just us guys i mean everyone a certain at a certain point is going to go through something like this 
Um, there's no doubt about it. There's no way to avoid it, anything like that. Um, but I, I think it all just comes down to like not being scared to take that first step mm-hmm. to self-improvement, Absolutely. personal development yeah. or whatever it might be. Um, because the relationships that you will build from that point forward, I mean, for the most part, it's not even going to compare. Yeah. And, and again, like guys, this, some of the tools you can use, like, I mean, mine was pretty easy to use as a tool. Like it was a breakup. Like that was a pretty easy way sure. to get out. Of and course, it was kind of a, a rough break. Yes, kind of and so, yeah, yeah, and it's it's like not everybody's going to have that exact way to go about it. Exactly. So it's one of those things like you can just start like we talked about finding other people that you really connect with in like your different realm. Like let's say again in Words' case, let's say like you're a person who plays slow pitch softball, <laughs> and you you meet a lot of good people who are on and on the same mindset of you on a team you play on in slow pitch sure, softball. Sure. You can start building friendship with them, and not yeah. necessarily the people that you know you're friends with from college or high school or what whatever right, right. group you want to come from. Right. It's it's basically again like it's usually a slow process, guys. But there are times where, in, like in my case, like it was a pretty easy decision because there was one big thing that happened. Where exactly. Like, okay. Like I can push away and go to another group. Right. Thing. Yeah. And sometimes luck is involved. I mean, luck was involved when we reconnected. Oh yeah. Like that was literally mm-hmm. just by chance that we both happened to be at the same place. And like, we hadn't seen each other in however long it had been. And the first thing we did, you, you came up and you're like, words, give me a hug, man. And, and, no and it was way. just like, it was just like, what just happened here? Like, this yeah. is crazy, you know? And then, you know, that night was, was great. And like, we, it was like, we had never missed a, a beat. Nope. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's also an, an aspect of, um, luck that could be involved here too. That may not happen always, sure. um, but you know, or or fate if you want to yeah. call it that too. Oh yeah, oh I'm getting romantic <laughs> up in here. <laughs> but all in all, guys, I mean, this is this is um, you know, we obviously we got kind of deep here, sure, and it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, but find a way that that you can extract yourself from whether that's your immediate herd, mm. you know, the people you spend time with, the friends you hang out with. And again, this does not mean friends turn into enemies or anything like that. Yeah, you no, might there's, just there's no to, reason for that at all. Right. Yeah. And also we're not hating on drinking. You know, we sometimes enjoy unhealthy food. Like there's yep. no doubt about it. And there's days where we don't exercise. So it's not like we're just perfect on all three of those first points that we, mm-hmm. that we talked about. Um, now, for the most part, do we exercise pretty much every day? Yes. Yes. There, there's no doubt about it. For the most part, do we eat a clean diet? Yes, absolutely. For the most part, do we limit drinking to, you know, one time a week, maybe twice a week, or that might turn into two to three times a month. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. It's not it's not yep. a four to five times a week. It's not a Thursday through Sunday every single week we're going out drinking. Like we're not Exactly. You know, so it's it's in and, moderation too. And you gotta think too, like probably like twice a year we go on something where we do like 30 to 75 days without drinking. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's like, right. we, we're already detoxing that exactly. way too. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. time. So just want to clarify there. We're not hating on any of the things that we talked about because that would be hypocritical mm-hmm. of us. And again, just because you might be leaving these people or distancing yourself, that doesn't mean they're just your enemies or that you're supposed to hate them or have bad feelings or wishes towards yeah. them. You know what I mean? Um, you know, because you can still want the best for these people. Sure. Just like I'm sure you do. Oh, there's, absolutely. There's, I, I do. know, yeah. like, I know the full story. So obviously, I know there are a few, you know, parts of that story where, you know, maybe there are some tough things to get over for sure. you personally. It, it was um, for sure for, for a exactly. while there. Yeah. But I also think by now, because of the, the man you're becoming, like, you're not really holding those grudges. 
yep. anymore for the most part. Yep. You know what I mean? And and that's that's big time. Yeah. You know? It's just not worth my time. It was one of those things that wasted my energy for like well over a year. Yeah, right. At least. So it's like, yeah, it would be pointless for me to keep it. You and know? and that's the biggest reason. It's not that you just don't care about the person, but you're just like, why am I actively spending mental mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. on this person or this situation like what you were in? You're, you exa- know? you're exactly right. So yep. Whatever it might look like for you guys, that's what that's what we are urging you to find is how can I myself want become the best version of myself? What does that look like? Paint that picture to yourself. Maybe write it down. Okay. Find what that is. Take steps towards that. And in and in taking steps towards that, you will just inherently start to distance mm. yourself from that herd. Again, whether that is the people around you or if it's just more of a societal herd, kind of like what I would say we did. I did. I gotta stop saying we because we have different situations that we just talked about there. Um, but I mean, and, it, like I've, I've, I mean, I've of course also like in a way like society, like I've, I've distanced myself too. It just, came, sure. it just came into more like obvious like separation from a group, right? So like, yeah, right. but yes. it, it's yes. just a different situation. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. and we've both done seventy five twice, so that's already yep. such a small percentage of society that has completed that, not started it, but completed that. So that's already us, you know separate from a group of people that we're exactly. separating from that is us separating from that, you know, quote unquote society sure. herd. Um, but guys, that's, that's kind of what we have as far as the, the breaking away from the herd mentality. Um, our newest producer uh, has our Q and a today. Let's so go. Uh, Let's go. Mitch, let it rip. So before we start off with that, uh-huh. <clears throat> I'd like to comment on your guys' discussion. Cause it's a, it's a really good discussion. Um, it almost sounds like it's a, you're developing a different set of priorities. Mm-hmm. That, yes, that was, was kind of my yeah. takeaway from it. And just by developing maybe that better set of priorities, uh-huh. you're naturally going to be focused on maybe stuff that's more important to you, that's maybe more potent to your growth, something along those lines. And that's really seemingly key in that discussion and that way of how to break away, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're exactly right that, um, well, you kind of have to change your priorities. You know, if you're truly going to better yourself mm-hmm. and if you're truly going to, you know, personally develop and, and dive into the personal development world, like you, you you just have to. Because if you don't change your priorities, nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? If and, Dude, this is crazy. I said this at the end of my Merry Monday. Yep. If you are doing this, big things are coming. If not, nothing is coming. Yeah, that was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, th- there's no other way to say that. If you are actively taking the steps to better yourself, something's going to happen eventually. It might not happen in a year. It might not happen in two years. But, man, in five years, look at you. Yep. In 10 years, look at you. It's it's crazy because my that exercise is the best, like, equivalent with that to me right there because it literally took me three years to actually get a very good physique. Once 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 COVID hit and I I started working out, like, just getting after it because, I mean, again – when lockdown was happening, it was full blown. Just I would sit and research and basically like do actual YouTube videos on how to basically put on most the most muscle possible, yeah. how to be the safest possible. Come back in June when the gyms open, and I put on probably like fifteen to twenty pounds of muscle. Well, so and that that was three years, three years after I started lifting right. at this point in time. Yeah. And what what's pretty cool about that too, and I think this is even more reason that our lives reconnected was Mm -hmm. because you immediately, and I mean immediately because it was July of that year when we met Mm -hmm. or when we reconnected and I met, but you immediately 
got to put all of that new knowledge that you had through all that research and YouTube videos and testing for yourself, you immediately got to put it to use on another person, me. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's also pretty cool for you because it, it paid off not only for you, but for me. Exactly. And then now look at where both of us are at. Exactly. It helped you flourish too, which was like, it was, by the way, it was way cooler than myself flourishing. Well, Funny enough. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and look at how far it's spread now. We're both personal yep. trainers. I'm, you know, I have the opportunity to affect tons of athletes 100%. and getting them to the next level. You have the opportunity to change individual lives every single day. I mean, look at what has happened literally just from you doing some research during a fake lockdown. Exactly. Yep. You know, fake lockdown key. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty damn cool. Honestly, I, I just kind of cool. like thought about that now. That's pretty cool. No, you, you couldn't have phrased that better. Yeah. hundred percent. You couldn't have phrased that better. That's um, awesome. But it's very visible results and it's, it's, it's really cool to see you guys. Yeah. yeah good discussion, fellas. Um, so I guess I'll start off with the Q&A. And again, we're going to keep plucking at this discussion. And uh, the question kind of wraps into it. What is the lie you tell yourself most often? And the way I'm saying that connects is because what I thought about it in my situations and similar moving away from that social mm. is what excuses were you telling yourself to stay in that circle? Mm. You know, Interesting. It's, okay. it, it's too hard. Oh, they're my high school friends. I'm too scared to go yeah. out and expose myself to a new group of friends. Right. Oh, you know, I'm comfortable where I am. I, I don't have to try very hard. I come home and they're there right away. Yeah. You don't have to try. What excuses were you telling yourself to maybe right. stay in that group? What lies are you telling yourself most often, yeah. maybe in a general term? But I thought that was a good way to yeah. relate it back to this conversation. Cool. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So for myself in that, in that particular circle, um, I was going to say probably... What I was telling myself is like, oh yeah, it'll get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. Um, and it it never did. Um, truthfully, it never really did get better, of course, as mm -hmm. it's kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, but it, it just it continued to I continued to tell myself that exact same thing in when I, like in this particular again, circle or herd, whatever you want to call it. And you know, I it, it was weird because I, I would tell myself it literally like weekly, if not daily. Sometimes I was gonna say, it, yeah, it, probably some days it, it, it was, was hourly. There was plenty, yeah. There was plenty of days where it was hourly, and again, it was one of those things that, um, and this will be a later discussion, even about dating too. I could even touch on this in the future, but it's one of those things that, like, I was so enthralled by the idea of the group and the party, like the party and whatnot, and the idea of just being on my phone, being available as a boyfriend or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, as a friend and. It was, I was so attached on like giving myself to this negative energy consistently over and over again that hoping that it would get better, mm -hmm. it just got, it, just, it never made any difference ever. Right. It, right. Not, not for a second did it make a difference. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, the insight on that was, was perfect, dude, because I think a lot of people experience that in, in all kinds of situations. I mean, even a job, mm. you know, your job's like, ah, it'll get better. You know, the paycheck will rise. Yep. It'll get better. Yep. It'll get better. It'll get, and it, more often than not, it does not. You, you and the thing is with that too. Usually, you can you can tell if something's like rough right off the bat, and it will get better. Like that's the thing. It's, like yes. it's, it's one of those things that like with a job. Like let's say like you start out at a commission sales job or whatever. Like sure. at first, like it's it's gonna be ass because you're gonna like you're gonna have no sales, of course. <laughs> right. But it's like but one of those things like if let's say you have a good manager, you have a good and a good herd in the workplace yes, around you culture. That's when you know okay, like things will get better. Exactly. But. There are times where you know it won't get better. And, too. and in that particular situation with a job, I think what can be exciting too, if you do truly know, okay, this will get better, you know, I think the exciting thing there is too is because 
it's going to get better because I'm going to get better. Mm. You know, mm. so if you're a, if mm. you're in a sales position, you're not going to make any money, dude, unless you get better at sales. <laughs> yep. You know. Yep. And and um, you know, like the situation I'm in, my whole team down at work, down at Legacy, will get better if we all get better at expanding the place, yep. the company, the teams, the athletes, all our reach, all of that kind of stuff. So I think it's a you know I'm not commission based, but like the whole place gets better, and I get better. Mm. I get to be a better coach, mm. a better scout, a better trainer, a better coworker, you know, a better teacher, you know, because I am all of those things in one place, and all of that gets to get better. Like mm. in my mind, that's pretty freaking exciting. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's pretty cool, dude. That's yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's really good. And I yeah. think the only way that happens is if you know you're part of a good culture. Yep. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely lucky enough to to be a part of a for that, culture for that to be the case. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Um, I guess to answer my part of the question is, what did I tell myself? Um, it would be easier not to. It would be easier not to. It'd be easier not to go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. It'd be easier not to start eating clean. It'd be easier to you know whatever. It'd be easier not to go out when it's snowing. <laughs> you know, that was it, fun though. It it'd be easier not to ruck with full weight on in a foot of snow mm. with the wind howling. It'd be easier not to. And that's exactly when you get to the point where you're so far into the personal development. That's the exact point where you're like, well, I don't have an option now. Now I'm going out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. It'd be easier not to do 15 minutes of the stair stepper. So I'll do 10. Boom. Guess what I'm doing? 15 minutes. You know what I mean? It's simple things mm-hmm. like that. It'd be easier not to do one more set of squats. Guess what I'm doing now? I don't even care if it's the bar or just the the um, oh god, or or if it's just the hack squat with no weight on. Yep, I'm doing another set. It'd be easier not to. That's I would, Mitch. I would say that's probably my biggest lie. And I like, I'm not immune to it now. I mean, my oh, goodness. Oh yeah, no, no. I still like yeah. literally the stair stepper thing that literally happened on Sunday. <laughs> like, like uh, I was like, oh, it'd be easier not to do, you know, ten minutes. So okay, well, I'm doing ten minutes now. Our brain knows us the best, and it's the best yeah, exactly. salesperson. It knows. Oh, you love those pretzels. You know you yeah, want to open right, you, right. Mitchell, Mitchell, you do love those I love pretzels. pretzels. Bro, I love pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. It's that's that's I think we're getting to a good point with those lies is is we're able to sell us something that we know is important to us, mm-hmm. whether that may be ten more minutes on the PS five. Yeah. You know, five more minutes of Game of Thrones, whatever it may be, mm, whatever's right. important to us, and we need to learn how to not sell that to ourselves. Right. And how to essentially be more effective and recognize those lies mm-hmm. and snap them out of existence right. as soon as as we hear them. I'll say, do you have a do you have a lie that you think of? Oh, I wasn't ready to be on the spot, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say mine is not trying hard enough at work, saying I can get this done the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, with the ability uh, to finish stuff fairly quickly and not necessarily be um, have a hard deadline. Uh-huh. I push stuff back occasionally. Oh, I'll get it done tomorrow. And then the farther I push back, the crappier that works get. Right. That, that, that whatever that piece of work, whatever I'm the, working on. The quality on, of it. Exactly. Yeah. The quality goes downhill very yes. quickly. And that's a, that's a fairly big problem I, I have is um, putting stuff off because I know I can finish it, mm. but the quality's de- gonna right. going to degrade quite quickly. 
And I, I think a lot of people deal with that because they don't have the pressure on themselves to get it done, whether that's a deadline mm. or, you know, or something else like that. And yeah, I mean, I feel like it's fairly normal. Sure. Too. It's I absolutely mean, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't have an external pressure, it, I don't know how I want to word this. Um, an external pressure can be a great gift. And if you don't have that, that's when you have to put it on yourself. And that's the hard part. Yes. That's the hard yep. part. You know, cause when I say it could be a gift, well, you know, some of you might be thinking, well, my boss is an asshole. Like I, I hate him. You know what I mean? And he's the one giving me that deadline. So this deadline sucks. But when you don't have that pressure, like you just said, Mitch, like the quality of the project or whatever it might be is not going to be as good because I can do it tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow. Oh, crap. It's due tomorrow at 9 a.m. Literally. And it's 11 That was me in college. Yep. It's everyone in college. It's everyone mm-hmm. in high school. Yep. You know, with assignments, that is something like that. That's where it starts is in high school mm-hmm. or college because you you get an assignment and your teacher says, hey, this is due in two weeks. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not, you know, I'm not doing it until a day before that two weeks due date. So the quality is not going to yep. be as good. And it's not unique to, to anything education related. It's unique. It, it could be Everything. gym related. Yep. Yes. Oh, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll do cardio tomorrow. tomorrow. It, I'll do cardio tomorrow. Yep. I'll lose five pounds tomorrow. I'll lose five pounds tomorrow. And it just keeps going. Right. Yep. And going. And then it adds up to be that you have to lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, et cetera. Because exactly. you just, you stack the five pounds on top of each other all of a sudden. Yep. It's crazy too, because um, you were talking about the external pressure that, that always leads us back. You and I have touched on it so many times mm-hmm. about how one, the, the fact that we, we don't really have like, external pressure a lot of times because the world is pretty easy these days to live in sure like it, like again like there's not really a time there hasn't been a time since the last probably like 50 to 100 years maybe where the world like is able to keep alive like people that are that don't work hard you know what i mean yeah i mean sense? maybe world war ii yeah would probably yeah, be like that was probably recent, like when yeah, it stopped yeah yeah because that's when the u.s really started becoming so like, like what, what it is yeah 80 years ago give or take yeah yeah which is crazy yeah. but um mitch look that up no <laughs> I can't wait to do that. Um, <laughs> what's it called? But, um, but yeah, I mean, like that's again, like that's what we talked about. Like that's back in you know the 900 BC when a saber tooth tiger is coming after you, you have to kill it, or yeah, or yeah. if you have to feed your family, you have to take down you know that woolly mammoth or whatever. Like you, you have no, you option. ain't doing that tomorrow, pal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you can't put that off. Oh, right. But now, like the world's a bit softer in that way. It allows us, which you know, I'm not yeah. saying it's a wrong or right thing it's just that you have to put that external pressure on yourself yeah. now and and you yeah. and i have had to do that with oh, gosh, with yeah. on tap podcast with extrication yeah. and i think all the time we find ourselves it's like okay like we need to get this out oh like yeah we need to do this we need to do that we need to whatever and then not just saying it like we actually have to do it yes. you know like whether it was when we started it or with the podcast like we just had to do it we will learn from here like you know what i mean so exactly. we had to do that to ourselves exactly. here too. nobody forced yep. you to do this yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah. forced you. Right, yeah. right. You know, it was a choice to do this, and it was a an awesome idea. And then we were like, let's actually do this. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, yeah. and we just had to. And, we, and we've told that story um, a million times, guys. I know we're all kind of rambling right now. But, um, you know, that's that's kind of all I got as far as the Q&A, yep. as far as the EX Mind. Um, guys, first episode in the new studio. New equipment. Um, new equipment. You name it's, it. It's, again, it's definitely still a work in progress. we got a few... You know, little kinks to iron out here and there, but uh, we are absolutely pumped about fired this. Fired up. Um, so fired up. We've got a little 
little producer uh, with us now, which is going to be a huge help. He's uh, he's already taught us a ton as far as the technology side, but um, Mitch is going to help us make this sound even better in your guys' ears. And what do you know, Captain Siri? I thought we could make it through a whole episode without her joining us. She doesn't get to answer <laughs> the Q&A. Um, anyway, guys, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the listens. Please share the show. That's the biggest thing, okay? Um, we grow with word of mouth. We grow with people seeing it on your Instagram story, your Facebook story. Text it to, to people. Like, do all of it. All of it. Yep. Spotify and Apple Music makes it so easy. I guess we're not on Apple yet because Apple still sucks. Um, and maybe our new producer can help me out. I, with that I think actually we can, yeah. Um, but it makes it so easy for you to share the stuff. So, guys, that's all we ask. Um, if this brought you value, which I know it did, please share the show. Continue showing the love. Guys, until next time, peace and love. Thanks, guys.